if you really want something, I'm always a believer you can get it, you know, and just like everybody, here's this, everybody in the world could use some free help. So just like start there at least. And I uh, just throw out the world, the word no, but I'd also like, I think it's important and I'm, I'm wrestling this with my, in my, my own life. It's, it's just, if you don't know where you're going, it's hard to kind of get there, you know, with anything. So I think understanding and way easier said than done. I'm still working on it. As I just said, it's just like knowing what success means to you and like ultimately like what were you trying to so setting goals and all that like because ultimately like if you don't know where you're driving to how are you going to get there times are related is your currency what's up everybody welcome back to the eat green make green podcast if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for being here. Thanks for checking it out. This is Pat McCauley, as always, uh, so welcome. I have a kick-ass episode coming this week, uh, but first, like the last few episodes, this week's episode is brought to you by Baking Steel. Uh, so I had, for those that don't follow the show, I had Andrus Lagston, the founder of Baking Steel, on a number of weeks ago. But since getting to know him, he's a fellow uh, South Shore entrepreneur, uh, since getting to know him and using his product, Baking Steel, um, I've just become a huge fan of not only him, but, but the product. Um, and I specifically use it for pizza, but basically what the Baking Steel is, it's a steel cooking surface. Um, and if you put it in your oven, because steel conducts heat, um, is one of the biggest conductors of heat, you can replicate a commercial-grade oven in your home oven. So you can get restaurant-quality pizza um, at home. So you put this in your oven, you put your oven on 475 or whatever, and you can cook like that three-minute Neapolitan high-heat pizza at home. Um, so if you're big into pizza, if you're big into like making breads or anything that generally you need like a high-heat oven for that you can't really do at home... Um, it's just incredible. Um, and you can do other things too with it. You can put it on your griddle, like over your burners, burners and, and make it a griddle. Um, and I recently bought some like just egg product, you know, the, the plant-based, um, egg product. I bought some, uh, beyond sausage and cooked the sausage and the eggs like side by side on the baking steel, um, as a griddle. Um, and again, it's just like that high heat restaurant quality, uh, cooking surface. Um, I made a killer uh, egg and sausage sandwich that I haven't had in many years because of how I eat now. So it was kind of fun to do. Uh, but anyway, bakingsteel.com. Um, great gifts as the holidays are coming up for people in your family that like to cook uh, or friends that like to cook. If you enter eat green, make green at the checkout, uh, you'll get 10% off. So uh, follow those guys, support them. Great gift for the holidays. Um, highly recommend it. So this week's episode is with Ben Rawitz. So many people in the Boston area, you might know Ben, you might know his face. Uh, he is an entrepreneur, an investor. He's probably best known uh, for his time working uh, for Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen. Um, and that's what he's done um, for the bulk of his career. Um, and what I'm so fascinated and, and really wanted to understand uh, from his story, you know, he was first an intern for the Patriots, then landed an entry-level job after college, uh, 
And, you know, as a 24 year old or, or however old he was somewhere in that area, you know, he's, he's entry level guy at the Patriots, right? He's getting the coffee, he's selling the Patriot credit cards over the phone and things like that. He's even like dressing up as the Patriots mascot. You know, he has his motto of, of saying yes to everything um, and, and saying no to nothing. Um, and so he goes from that, right? And then three years later, he is the right-hand man of Tom Brady and his family. So I've wanted to know how he went in just three years from the entry-level guy to having the job that, you know, 10,000 guys want, right? That probably everybody at the Patriots organization wanted, that every guy or gal in Boston wanted. How was he able to do that as this 24-year-old dude, entry-level guy? Um, So we talk all about that, and I'm just super... He talks about it very nonchalantly, but he was obviously willing to do the things other people weren't willing to do uh, to put himself in that position. Um, And I, again, he doesn't speak of it as a big deal, but I think that's just super inspirational. And again, it's that like saying yes to everything um, that I just uh, loved about how he approaches things and and how he's able to do that. Uh, We talk about what he learned from his many years working for Tom and Giselle, uh, how his approach to health and wellness has evolved over the years, how having a kid has changed his outlook on life, uh, what projects he's now working on, um, what advice he has for anyone starting out in their career, why nobody really has life figured out. Um, I love how he's just, despite the success he's had, um, was just very open about his uh, vulnerabilities and things he struggles with. And um, I love that about him. Um, ben is a great dude, uh, just very humble guy, authentic guy. Um, and has a passion for wellness, passion for his family. Um, and I've just really enjoyed getting to know him over the past few months. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this one. I'm going to let him tell the rest of his story here. Um, so without further ado, the one and only Ben Rawitz. All right, I got Ben Rawitz on the horn here. Thanks for doing this, man. What's up, guys? What's happening? I got to uh, I got to give a shout out before we get going to Paul McGann, yep, who initially connected us uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, and I've been learning uh, more and more about the the Rawitz story uh, uh-huh. since, and uh, yeah, reached out uh, a couple weeks ago and thought you'd be an incredible guest. Not only super inspirational on the kind of career entrepreneurial side, but also um, you know, I, I know you're a big health and wellness guy and yeah. just did a half marathon last weekend, right? First, uh, race as I prepare. So, and, uh, and you're preparing for, so, um, I waiting on my big public announcement, I, <laughs> I joke with that, but, um, I'm running a marathon in Antarctica. So for the polar bears international charity, um, but yeah, it was kind of a long story there, but, um, you know, I always love to like physically challenge myself and growing up around here, you always see the Boston Marathon, and I live on the, you know, towards the end of the course, and, and all that, I was like, ah, that just seems hard, and I never really liked running, but I was like, I had this opportunity to go down there, and I'm like, what an opportunity, like, it gets me down to Antarctica, how cool is that, so, yeah. but 
uh, if I'm going to do it, I want now I want to like win it. So, which yeah. I won't, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it will be. Uh, I want to push myself. It should be fun. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so. that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. As I was telling you, man, I like love your story as I've kind of dug in over the past week or so leading up to this, and um, so I'm just fired up to get it from the from the mouth of the horse here. Uh-oh. Uh But. Uh, I'd love to take it back. So originally from Wellesley. Yep. Main Streets. Main Streets of Wellesley. Main Streets of Wellesley, yeah. And uh, so grew up in Wellesley. And then what was kind of like life growing up for you? Yeah. um, Man, it was, I think at the time we always, I always, I talk about this now, right? Like coming back now, you like, it's like, wow, it's so lush. It's so green. Like obviously growing up that you don't appreciate the, we always kind of joke, we're in this bubble, this Wellesley. Like it was always just this. Like I was so fortunate, and and I think as I get older, especially in the business world, I, I've kind of I start appreciating little things like the access to my friends' parents. Like even growing up and just hearing like be able to like in high school like talk shop with a parent, and even as we get older now to like like have all these resources right right there. We just like like I I was just like so lucky just unbelievable yeah. lucky so it was a um and even today my closest friends people that are like my brothers are still my friends i grew up with um you know they're i'm, I'm completely uh you know i'm so close to them and my parents are still close to all our wellesley and i'm sure at some point i'm gonna end up back there so we'll see yeah i'll fight it off as long as possible living in the city but i'm sure i'll end up in the yeah. burbs at some point so totally totally i'm similar I grew up in Hingham, similar town, uh, you know, south of Boston. And yeah. yeah, just all like the connections that have come with that, uh, that I did not realize yeah. uh, growing up have been just incredible. Yeah, incredibly fortunate, just like you. So yeah. off to uh, Elon, right? Off to Elon, yep. Yeah, and you're yeah. playing rugby? So I played, um, yeah, so I just, it was club, club rugby there, which yeah. was... Um, it was fun. It was a unique experience. I, it was. It, it was. I made a lot of. I had a good, some good buddies there on the team. But it. It, it was. Uh, it was definitely one of the hardest sports. I always said it was like a combination of football and wrestling. And um, kind of always tell this one. This one story that it just. I had a roommate who was kind of a bigger. Bigger as in more mu- really muscular, and we needed somebody for like one of our games. I think it was. Um, we were playing at Wake Forest up on this hill. Like, cool, Wake Forest. Like, and so I got him, and I was like, hey, just come out. Like, all you got to do if you catch the ball, just, like, run. He was a really good athlete, and I still remember this day. The first time the ball comes out to him, smash, broke his nose, like, on the like the first time he touched the ball in the game. So <laughs> yeah. that was uh, – but it was great. It made some, a lot of great great friends, and, um, and yeah. A it's a savage sport. It is a, uh, it was definitely, a, it was a rough sport, although it's interesting, you know, when you, it's, it, I always, it was in a weird way, it reminded me always of like a, um, an art form, a puzzle, like when the pieces are kind of fitting right, like, like there's not as much injuries. I've been around football, I've seen football yeah. and like you, people don't leave with their heads there. Like there's a lot, it's, it's a weird way. It like, it just works. Uh, it's hard to explain. So yeah. And had you played rugby before that? No, no. You I, just jumped right in in college. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I I always liked most about sports is like the competitive nature or more of just like the team that being around good people and the kind of teamwork and fitting into different groups. And it was um, it was fun. Definitely yeah. by no means ever was the best athlete, just the opposite. But I think I like um, I think uh, get the A for effort, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And you so you eventually post-college you get. A job with Nesson, is that right? Or am I, or am it's, I skipping around here? 
source given. So I, I this, the um, summer going to my senior year of college, I interned at uh, New England Cable News um, out in uh, Newton here in outside of Boston. And at that point, I didn't really, I had no clue what I wanted to do for work. Even in college, I really wasn't that motivated. I didn't really like, didn't really care as much. And so my um, my stepfather is in the TV business. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get into TV sales, something like that. So I was like, New England Cable News. And so I was, um, I, I interned over there. And that's kind of what led towards the, the in towards the Patriots. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want Want me yeah, to go there? The, yeah, keep, me, keep flowing. The, yeah, keep flowing. If you so, like. um, you know, I, I was just, I was working hard over there. It's, you know, putting together decks. But one day, um, this one, one of the guys over there, uh, said he was going over to drop some stuff off for the New England Revolution at Gillette Stadium. And I was like, oh my god, Gillette Stadium! Like, how cool of an opportunity to like drive down there with him to drop stuff off. So, I went down there, and um, I still actually have a picture someone took of me that day on the field in my like tie and you know my little intern outfit but i went down there and um was on this field uh looking at the revolution watching the revolution the soccer practice and i met this guy there by the name of uh matt quinn who today is one of my like closest friends and really has always been a huge supporter of me and but i met matt and uh you know i knew he worked at the patriots little revolution i just kind of got his information um and then went back to my internship and went back to ultimately went back to school. Um, but I was like something about, I, I, I love to say like I got struck by lightning or like something yeah. big, yeah. like just triggered in my head. But I was like, wow, I like, I don't know what it was. I just like, I had an in here at the Patriots organization. Like how cool with this? And like, I, again, I don't know what something turned in my head. And I just like, I started emailing Matt, you know, daily. And I'm like, hey, like, I'll show up at 6 a.m. and just, like, hand you your coffee as you walk in. Like, whatever it takes. Like, I just want to, like, I have this winter term. Uh, and, you know, like, please just let me come help, help. And at that time, they didn't really have a full, like, internship program or anything like that. So so this is, like, your senior year, like, yeah. your home for Christmas type deal. Like yeah, Christmas so there's, break. well, we, Elon has his uh, third ter- term or a uh, second term, which is, like, des- end of December. Well, yeah, pretty much a January term. Yeah. Um. So I kept email Matt through the uh you know fall. Finally, I always just I always joke that like he either just got sick of me emailing him or like, uh just you know somehow gave in and uh, offered me an internship, um with them in the marketing department. So I um I went so I took my exams early in December and then started interning early December. So I kind of created a extension on that winter term uh to start interning uh there so that was the winter that was kind of the winter december 2000 um 2004 so guess right 2004 yeah and i read something i read something of the of the super bowl limo story yep i I think we can we go there (laughs) uh we can go close that's for sure we can definitely go close to there um well, ultimately, I you know I'd interned uh, for almost I guess at that point two months, and really just like I saw it as my in, yeah. And uh, I pr- I worked really like I worked really hard. I was and at the same time I I was a sort of I got certified in college as a personal trainer, and I was doing some training at the gym nearby to make some money and live with my parents, and just worked really hard for those two months and. Crazy enough, the Patriots went to the Super Bowl. So I was like, hey, I had reached, I told, I was down in North Carolina. I was like, if I drive from North Carolina down, like, can I help? Like, and they're like, yeah, I'm sure we can figure something out. So kind of went on a whim, just drove, I went back to college, drove down there 
um, and lived in the uh, Patriots RV, this big branded RV on the side of the street. And we were like um, trying to get people to sign up for the Patriots credit card uh, for the so in there for the week. And it was it was it was a great experience. Not much sleep uh, there for the week. And the last day um, of the night before the Super Bowl, they had told me I had had a ticket to the game the next day, and I was like, hey, I grew up a Patriots fan. Like to be able to go to a Super Bowl is like life changing. Like yeah, how cool yeah. is that? So, and it was going to be kind of like this in my mind, this culmination of all this work I put in over the last two months to be able to go and see a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, that night. Um, uh, with the, some of the guys in the marketing department, I went. To, we took a limo to a party. And the limo driver kind of gave me a car, his business card, and was like, "Hey, call me." Not really, he had no clue if I was an intern or as an employee. And right. ultimately, I was leaving the party, and um, I called the limo for myself, and <laughs> uh, which probably was I, there was some things were hazy. I long story short, I'm in the limo. I shouldn't have been in there, and I got a call from somebody um, who worked, you know, higher up the crafts that I was in, um, you know, a limo that was designated for kind of top, top clients and all that, and I was <laughs> yeah. going down 95 South in the limo in um, in South Florida there in Jacksonville, and so I, like, just remember telling the driver, just please pull over the next exit, let me out, and uh, I just heard them screaming at me on the phone. I got off the exit, and... Um, walked down the ramp to this gas station and like, you know, at that point it may one in the morning and I still remember calling my dad just like bawling, crying. Like I just, I just ruined everything I'd worked for, for like, like even I still like feel a little of the emotion. It's, it was like very low points. So I went back, slept in the RV, obviously didn't get a ticket to, um, you know, the game the next day. I watched at a bar with some buddies, went back to school, got pretty sick. I just, cause from, you know, no sleep. And then, Ultimately, at that point, I didn't, I was like, oh, man, what am I, like, I kind of in my head thought I was going to be working for the, you know, the Patriots, the Crafts, after, um, after school at that point, like, I kept checking in with the guys there that I'd become close with, and like, man, we're, we're trying here, like, obviously, the limo thing didn't help, like, mm. and so I, um, I graduated college not having a job, actually, at the Patriots, and moved down to, um, Charlotte, North Carolina, with one of my my best friend, this uh, kid Adam Goulet, from the, he, the day I was born. He's a brother to me, so I moved down to Charlotte with him and my, one of my closest friends, Hugh, from college, and we're living together. No one's working. Um, having well, why Charlotte? Why? So Charlotte was right. It was a bunch of people from school were going down gotcha, there. It was gotcha. kind of just like let's just go to Charlotte. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it, it just up and coming city. I don't yeah. know. So we all got a house down there had way too much fun we were uncertified lifeguards i won't say where but uh <laughs> uncertified lifeguards we were just we were just having a lot of fun i mean um yeah it was a really cool experience living with you know some two people i, I had a lot of, uh, i liked a lot and then i still remember it was um a couple maybe it took a couple months but then kept checking in kept checking in but then i got a call uh from the same guy uh matt who i had met on the field that day saying I don't know how he did. We we got an offer for you. They, they you know they want to hire you. So literally, like it was tough because I had moved. You know, I had moved down there with everybody, and we so we ended up going back to Boston. I I went back to Boston. They stayed down in Charlotte, and uh, started working like the next like two days later. Yeah, and it, you know what? It was uh, the finish. Just kind of round out the story of the limo. Is like they um 
it kind of became like, oh, it's Benny in the limo, Benny in the limo guy. And it ended up, I think, in the long run, like making me stand out because like it had this little, I, had, I wasn't just another, I had this like kind of crazy story that people <laughs> probably thought I had some balls, which I really didn't. I just didn't, didn't think. And so that's kind of how my career at the Patriots started. So yeah, hopefully that wasn't too long. No, no, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. So the next kind of part that I am just like, and I mentioned before this, that I think is super inspirational and just like, how the hell did he do it? Was you went from, you know, you're just out of college entry level, like, you know, whatever, selling Patriots credit cards, getting coffee, like basic entry level doing whatever. Right. Yeah. And in a three year period, you go from that to, you know, being the most trusted person of Tom Brady and his family. Like, how did that happen? Uh, well, it sounds like it's, it feels like a hundred years, but, um, let's see. So from the limo too, right. From like down and out to like, you're not even going to get hired. Yeah. I I think I, well, a few things I I guess I'd point to is, and, um, I always say this day, like even when I was intern, I threw out the word no. And just, and ultimately like, it was like, Hey, if we want something done, Ben's just not going to say no. Whether it's like the first day of my job, I dressed in the, um, Pat Patriot costume and went to one of the crafts friends house, you know, dressed the costume. Like first was, day on the job. I think it was the first, first day of my job. Yeah. I was dressed as the, uh, Pat Patriot and like, just like ultimately like, but back then it's crazy, right? You're, you're 20, um, you know, 25, whatever, 24 yeah. and like. 23 or whatever just do what you do whatever like it doesn't it doesn't matter so um was just kind of just never said no so i think that was that was really important and then i always kind of had a um i I felt like i always could read people really well and like kind of started aligning myself with um you know the right people and and listen like anything it's a lot of luck like there's probably i don't know 50 60 people in that department marketing sales now and there was eight there then. So there was a lot less competition. And, you know, so I, I um, that made it, I think a lot, the, the barrier to entry, it just, it was early. Um, and so ultimately um, I aligned with some people over there and there was kind of this, there was this need for, I think as the team, the player, they're winning more Super Bowls, the players became more of an asset, um, which the, the Crest relationships, the sponsors of the team really wanted to like touch with and kind of interact with. And, um, you know, I aligned with a good friend of mine uh, that I met the team, this guy, Will, and ultimately became kind of got myself in the locker room as this like liaison between the marketing sales department, the Crest relationships and the players. Um, so I was kind of, I was down there and, just doing some deals for the guys through that, you know, through the team, but ultimately doing a couple of things maybe on the side a little bit and just hustle around. I got my real estate license there, um, from, uh, you know, a mentor of mine, this guy, you know, this guy, Will, that was on the team. He had kind of, he had his, and I saw like kind of a path to, um, making some extra money on the side. And so, yeah, I was down there and then, um, you know, grew this relationship with Tom just from being in the locker room. And then again, uh, this mutual friend, uh, Will, who knew Tom when he was at the team. And then just, I guess we just hit it off. Like I, I probably for that last year of the team, I was working for Tom 50% of the time, time in the team and, um, doing some stuff with some of the other guys down there. But, um, 
it was all like I think everybody. It was like it was just it was such an innocent time down. It, like I say, down there, the Patriots locker room was below the marketing department. But it's just it was a different time there. Like no one had experienced what the Patriots were going through with these three Super Bowls, right. and like everybody was just riding this high. Everybody was young, even in, like it was just a younger vibe, and so it was just again luck and timing. Um, and so yeah, I, I hit it off with Tom and was helping him, and then ultimately left the team to uh, go work with him uh, full-time, so. Yeah. Um, you say that very nonchalantly and, like, luck, but, like, obviously, uh, like, there's a reason why you were able to do that versus the other, yeah. you know, X amount of people that work yeah. for the organization, especially well, as a uh, young dude, you know? Yeah, I think I've always been able, I think, I can... I think the ability again, just never say no. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, if you never say no, they're gonna be like, "Hey, who? Like, I need somebody to pick up the trash." Which that sucks, but like, yeah, you end up picking up the trash. But it's also like, "Hey, I need somebody to go like drive, you know, Tom Brady to this event." And it's like, all right, well, like, you just want to be the first in everybody's mind, you know? Yeah. And that was kind of the thing. But um, so yeah, I just I think that I think that was part. And then also like, think in life there's certain people that hold keys and like you can like use them not use is made the wrong word but like you kind of identify key align. Yeah. yeah align with people that are key kind of movers and shakers mm. and so i think i was always able to identify who those people were by no means was like the smartest just i just like i feel like i could kind of figure out who and um who those some of those people were and i i think i, I Remember again, I identified this guy Will, who yeah, had this yeah. access to a lot of the players, and I still remember um, really early on. He he lived in Boston, and like I would like play it cool, and I so he wouldn't know that. I'm sure I've told him this story, but like a few times on a Friday night, I'd sit on a bench in like the park near his apartment, like hoping that he would text me to like go out with that with the guys or like this, and like because I knew he was like a key person to like align with. Um, and not to say I'm like cold, hard calculated, but just like, yeah, you just, you knew like you had to be like, kind of just play it right, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. So. Where do you think sort of that the drive comes from, but also like the confidence in yourself to be like, yeah, you know, I can, I can align with these guys. I can, you know, See. do what they do. I can kind of play on their level. Like, where does that come yeah, from? Yeah. You know, to, um, switch that around on you a little bit. Yeah. I'd say it's actually a lack in uh, confidence in my, like, I always, I think I always, a lack in confidence in my ability to everything. Like, I'm very confident in my hustle that I can outwork people and out, like, kind of, like, navigate. But I think there was definitely a lack of confidence in, like, it's silly, but, like, reading, writing, like, those kind of, like, yeah. so I just, I think I, I kind of tried to compensate by being outworking. outworking and out um, that. So, yeah, I think it was actually a lack of confidence in some of those areas, which really kind of motivated me, so. Yeah, yeah. What was it like when you were able to land that job with the Bradys? Was it in, there was no did you have that plan from... You didn't, right? It no, just sort of it naturally like, happened. You're aligning yourself with people you admire yeah. and want to be around and elevate yourself and then it you know yeah, naturally there, happened. Exactly. Like there yeah. was never like I was there was never th I didn't think. Uh, it sounds silly to say, but it's yeah. just like and it was it was slow, right? Like I think I remember once like you know, through somebody else it was like 
hey, can you help Tom like research something or this or that? Like, and I was like, sure. And it was just like very, di- I didn't even, wouldn't even see Tom. And every once in a while I'd see him and I was kind of doing some stuff behind the scenes. And it just, it was such a gradual buildup yeah. that it never like felt like a big, like a big thing. Like, oh, here's this or this. Everything was very gradual. Yeah. That and way. over the next how many years? I mean, you still do work with them, but that was back in what two thousand eight. So I Something yeah like eight seven eight yeah. um, is when I went to go uh, work with Tom uh, full time. Yeah, so, and yeah. it started very much like any sort of entry level job, right? You're doing everything and anything. Right? Oh yeah, and, I, mean, I tell this story that yeah. like I think there was this real story which happened early on. Like I'd be, I still remember like taking the dog for the walk, a walk, picking up like dog poop. And then like four hours later being in like a suit and tie and in a meeting with like a very top high level CEO. And so it was like just one of those things where it's like just doing it, just kind of doing it all, which is great. Yeah. Uh, it, it was such a cool, ex- awesome experience. Yeah. What have you sort of taken away personally from, you know, years of being with Tom and Giselle, very kind of high performance people, you know, what have you sort of learned? I mean, I'm sure that could be a whole nother episode. Yeah, it's but, probably a whole nother episode. Um, but maybe some takeaways just from kind of being around people like that. Yeah. I mean, I've learned, I, I joke that they're like in a way like my older brother and sister or another um, set of parents because I, I probably learned more from them than, you know, besides my parents. It, it, yeah. it, it, I, cause I really grew, I feel like in the, you know, those 12 years really grew up and kind of, you know, a lot of my life was a lot of my like adult life. Cause I kind of see myself as a little bit of a, you know, this college kid before this, but then I really grew up through that and, uh, you know, the lessons learned, but I, I, I just see what, um, focused energy, hard mm. work, dedication, and ultimately like a, um, a, a foundation of love really does for career, a couple, a family, and, and just how normal they are. Like, I, I, it was just, it was, everything they do is out of, like, love. It's really cool to see. And I think that, like, that changed. It took, it took me a second for kind of get my head around that. But, like, the, the, the love and, and the hustle and focus and energy, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I always said that, like, the minute Tom's head gets up from the pillow to the minute goes down, it's all about football. Mm. So you have to have the be the elite at anything. You got to have that focus and um, determination, all that, all those buzzwords. Yeah. Yeah. On the health front, how has sort of your, over the past 10 years or so, how has not only being around them, but you personally, you know, sort of changed and, uh, you know, adopted some yeah. uh, habits for your wellness and, and things like that. Oh, man. Well, I, I use these words to categorize myself, but I would say in college, uh, I, I was, I would, here's the, here, I'll go back, right? So I definitely was never, by no means, like a great athlete. I always enjoyed, though, the gym. Like, I just, I, even in high school, uh, like, I would be the one, you know, I love just working out. And yeah. um, I think a term we all know, but like full meathead. Like I just love yeah. like bench pressing and squatting yep. and it's just, I was um, right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> I actually have some pretty funny pictures. Like I couldn't even touch my arms together. Like I was just such a, <laughs> I was such a meathead. And in college, like did the Elon like bench press competition and like, just like you know, that kind of, um, that stuff. And so I think leaving college and entering this world, you know, sports, I was just all about like, 
heavyweights and working out and mm-hmm. eating egg whites. And, you know, I think the, um, my roommates or people in college would always joke that they like, come over and like even in my dorm, I would smell, smell like farts because it would just like be cooking egg whites in the microwave. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I was, I, I was always into like, I was really into that. And then, um, I think, um, ultimately over those years from, you know, you know, that my transition, I guess, got, got a little bit more into, um, more of a mix, I guess, you know, a kind of transitioned from that, like hard bench pressing and all that to more of a full body. And then like that transition into like that more of like, just like it's, wanting to feel good over looking good mm. and just like being able to like get up and really like that functional functionality over like overlooks um yeah. became really important and then my eating really evolved from like crushing egg whites um to like you know eating for health um which became really important and i would say again like i kind of I'm very fortunate to be around tom Giselle who like really valued what they what they put in their bodies you know that's their fuel to do both their jobs uh like they need to be fueled and so i you know whether it's trying eating raw for a whole off season once to uh you know vegan and um and all that it really helped kind of give like get my head around it and and drum up this huge passion i have for the health and wellness world and um it it's probably one of the number number one drivers of my daily life is thinking around health and wellness so yeah. Yeah. I totally relate to like that path of, of switching from like, how do I bench the most and like, look like this strong ass dude to, yeah. dude, I just want to feel good every day. I want to perform at the highest level I can be at yeah. and I want to be around for my family. And it's like that change. I think I see a lot of people, even high, high performers that still haven't been able to make that change. They're yeah. still in like the like pre-workout, like rip weights, like every day. And I just see like, it's not like a long-term focused approach. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of my friends, you always, like, it became like like that joke, like thin is in. Like, I just, I think it became even just like, I think there was actually even a time, probably when we both were in like college, as it were, like being that like, not the Arnold Schwarzenegger, but having those jacked muscles. Totally. That was like, that was kind of became like the look for a little bit there. And then like, Ultimately, just like again, like just feeling good, really, um, really became the driver of it. And like, although I'll tell you what, there's, um, I'm guessing you might feel the same, but like that feeling when you're under a bench press, I feel, or like getting ready to squat, like I just, I, like I do still this day, like it puts a smile on my face. Totally. But um, <laughs> totally. It's um, and especially now training for a marathon, it's uh, completely the opposite. Of, Different beast. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I know you said you're running this weekend, yeah, a uh, a half. So it's um, I mean, I'm sure you know. Like, could you have done that when you were benching hard no. and like working hard? No, like five years ago, I couldn't. You know, maybe I I I could run five miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'd be like down and out. You yeah, know? I yeah, couldn't yeah. like today. I can, and that's sort of like the transition. Like, I I kind of trust my body now to do anything. Yeah. I can go right, right. I can go run a full marathon tomorrow if I want. I'll finish. Right. I might so. not finish as well as I'd like. I'm sh- definitely wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But like, I know my body enough now to be able to do just about anything I wanted to do. Yeah, you for know? sure. Um, which is what you, I mean, to me, that's life. That's how you function in life. Totally. It's just kind of being able to like, you know, go run a marathon or go bench press, you know? Yeah. So, or run up the hill after your kid, you right, know, just right, being exactly. able to just move 
freely without yeah. pain. You yes. Know? Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, I agree. Yeah. So agree. outside of uh, diet and sort of like a more feel-good approach to uh, the fitness side of things, are there any other sort of like habits, rituals you have to be well? I mean, my life is full of um, routine and ritual. Um, listen, like I they always, I'm not great at it, but sleep is, like, I mm. feel like it's very buzzword right now, but like ultimately like my phone's going, my phone goes on sound like automatically at 9 p.m. And like, like I, I'm up about 4.45, but like my phone, like I just sleep is so important to me that like you got to, because you can't do anything else unless you get a good night's sleep. And then, um, yeah, I have, I have my little routines and, you know, I wake up for the last, like maybe even 10 years. I, I, um, I drink a liter of water as soon as I wake up in the morning and all those other things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't You're into do yoga too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thanks to my wife, I got, I, I had never really done yoga. Um, I'd always done, I've done Pilates for years. Um, and my wife kind of got me into yoga and just like, um, just fell in love with it, especially when it comes again to mobility and being able to like mm. that daily function. And, and actually like some of my toughest workouts are the, like just get hit in that really like that flow yoga, like mm. it can beat you. You can get you out of breath. I don't care who you are. Like I challenge anybody to, to do it. Um, a, um, yeah, I, I I really do enjoy it, especially with the heat. Yeah, especially with the heat. Yes, it's yeah. no joke. Yeah, it is. It's no. I've done the Bikram thing a few times, but yep. um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. So you recently had your first kid, yeah? Yeah. So about uh, fifteen months ago. Fifteen 14, months. Yeah. 14, so 15. how has that <laughs> Everything. changed? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> how has that? Oh man. I changed your approach to like health and wellness, but also like, you know, work life balance and. Maybe not being able to, you know, be there as much on the work side of things. And yeah. how has it sort of just changed your per- perspective? You know, it's interesting. I, don't, I, I think, like, really, um, maybe in the last few months, I've only recently, like, feel like I've, like, put some perspective around it. Because I think when, especially those, that first, for anybody who's had kids, like, the first nine months, um, you know, 10 months are just like, you're just like trying to like keep up, you know, and, and there's a lot coming at you, especially for your first one. So, um, I think what you like, like anything, right? Like it, it puts anytime you have like some constraints, it actually ends up like helping. Cause you like, Hey, instead of like having a whole day, just like get your stuff done, you have to like focus. It kind of focuses you, focuses you a lot more, but it also makes you like contemplate what you know things a little bit and think about the future way more than you ever have and that responsibility and all that but ultimately like um it's also another level of love and happiness you'll Mm. never like it's just it's it's a really cool experience so yeah i'm very very fortunate and um i also didn't realize that like i could cry this easily Mm. now that like i like watching a movie and you know has me has me now uh you understand like the uh the paternal oh yeah uh, side of things and the yeah i think it was recently i like maybe a month or so ago i think my wife sent it to me a video of this kid getting on a school bus you know he had been like five years old and he was crying and the bus driver was holding his hand and i'm like why is there a tear in my eye looking at this? So it, it's great. It, listen, it, it, um, I'd always, I made the last like three years ago into meditation and was doing mm. it every morning. And I kind of 
after my son Lex was born, I just kind of got away from it for the first time in a while. And, and then I was like trying to, I was like, I gotta get, I kind of, I had this moment where I was like, I gotta get back meditation, kind of putting that pressure. And I was like, wait, like treating those moments when I'm with him as my meditation. And Mm -hmm. I found that to be a, like a way to find being present and all that. So, um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So your sort of day to day has totally evolved with, with kids, with, um, you know, different ventures that you're getting into now. Can we, so we're sitting at uh, Rochambeau, um, which is a new, uh, French, cafe restaurant here right by where are we next to uh, convention Heinz, center yeah the heinz convention center, heinz convention on, center. in uh, in boston yeah. yeah 900 boylston uh so check it out if you're in the area yeah um so can we sort of get into what you what sort of evolves and, yeah. and i know you have raised bar you have um the media company yep, that you Shadow do Lion. and just sort of yeah and you're obviously involved in this and yeah kind of some of the things you've dipped your toe into and it's it so i'll, I'll start it really high I've always said, like, a kind of, since even leaving the Pats, it's almost like the school of life, right? Like, a, mm. it's, um, you know, like, it's just, uh, I've just touched a lot and done a lot, even just working, you know, over time working with Tom and Giselle, even, like, just, like, figuring, you just, like, I'm no, like, figuring how to get things done and the yeah. connections and, and, and all that. So, um, my, my, my focus now, uh, m- more, uh, more recently, really over the last uh, nine months is, um, I'm focused really, we, we started a media company. So Tom and I started a, a media creative agency about three years ago called Shadowline. Initially, uh, focused on kind of everything, everything media and creative in Tom's world first through social media. Um, mm. and, and then, uh, grew out to, uh, original content. So we did, uh, we co-produced, uh, Tom vs. Time, right. uh, the yeah. docu-series, uh, with Tom and Facebook. Which is great. It was a lot of fun. It's well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was a lot of fun to do and kind of tell this authentic story, of Tom. I think it was it was. I was excited because uh, you know, over the years I get asked what Tom's like and like it was just nice to show that and in, in, in that uh, series and then the rest of the business really working with a lot of Tom's uh, partners everything from like Aston Martin to Beats to Under Armour, helping with creative, helping with production, social. Um, content and so it's been really fun we actually uh, really our first hire uh, to go back a little bit um, about uh, seven years ago six seven years ago our first hire like in Tom's world was my brother Hmm. so um, (laughs) it's a uh, it's a family business Uh, so uh, my brother came on and really took to Tom's social media uh, and, and he's the one who really launched, I mean, Tom was on Facebook, but really launched him into Facebook early on and, and then onto Instagram. And my brother really got his, you know, the grip into that and then helped come up with this idea, uh, along time and I'd help launch this company, uh, Shadow Lion. And so f- fast forward to today, um, you know, it, it, it has, mo- that company has most of my focus. So, um, yeah. um, I've really kind of a, a fully pretty much, I pretty much stepped away from everything else I was doing with Tom. Um, to focus on this company, and we're, we're and now we're working with other um, celebrities, athletes, brands to do again their you know content production work, creative, um, top to bottom, um, you know everything from local athletes to national. So it's been really fun uh, to learn learn about this world, and uh, truly believe a lot of our work's the best. So besides that, though. Um, I, you know, although I do need to get focused, you know, I, I've, I've shared an office, um, 
an office space for five, six years with these uh, real estate developers, Blue Flag Development, and recently, about last year, year and a half, uh, partnered up with the Lions Group to do Rochambeau, this restaurant, just help put the deal together. We got Patrick Chung from the Patriots to help invest, and so it's been fun to like see this all other real estate, where I've kind of always been interested in real estate, how the real estate world... And then besides that, I've had, you know, I do some investing on my own and advising of some companies and recently um, partnered up with this entrepreneur out of California to do Jack Henry, which is a men's organic uh, grooming company. And so we're, we're in talks now with a pretty big athlete to partner up with on that. And um, really excited about that. It's a great product, by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. How I've, long have they been? In so business? he's been around for about a year and a half, two years, but yeah. uh, it's, I've, you know, he said more recently that it feels like he's riding a rocket ship. So it, it's been really fun to see that grow. And then ultimately it's what, it's what I use, you know, it, yeah. like I'm a huge believer, whether it's what I eat, drink, everything. It's like, you look at the things, this, especially with kids products, I've gotten really into this now more mm. for obvious reasons. It's yeah. just like, there's a lot of like crap in all these and like whether it's you know these fillers and all this so it's uh, the whole story with jack henry started that you know the um this guy kyle's his wife wanted to put some product in the kid's hair and like she like looked at this thing there was like 30 product 30 ingredients she's like what and they they put together and created this uh this hair pomade out of four and then ultimately grew out to a bunch of other products and uh creating like this lifestyle where like again it doesn't have to be focused on the actual ingredients in organic it's just it's a cool product and by the way it's also like good for this the world so totally yeah yeah i have a buddy that says uh your skin eats too your skin eats too and it's just like you know Uh you you flip over a shampoo bottle or like a body Uh lotion bottle like Uh you know a vino not to throw people under the bus but a vino (laughs) 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 but it's just like jesus it's just chemicals and then it's chemicals in the food and all this stuff but um i mean you, you can get especially with i feel like even my son even like kind of woke us up even more just like you can get obsessive over it like I just my wife's great she she carries around like metal spoons and brings her own yeah. cups and uh trying to get better with the plastic thing it's just like yeah you just try to make it just try to everybody just a little bit little effort i think it would go a long way totally so, um totally yeah. yeah and and i feel like on top of that like any change it's like I think people get too obsessed with being perfect. They yeah. try to make a change yeah. and then they fuck up right, and right. then they just quit. Quit, yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, no. With it's anything. Like, so it's about like kind of dancing and being oh, being yeah. uh, fluent with it. And it's like, you're going to screw up. Sometimes yeah. you're going to eat bad. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to, you know, yeah. not get your workout in sometimes. And it's like, yeah. it only does more damage to 100. stress over it than to just be like, all right. Tomorrow, tomorrow. As I sit here drinking water out of a plastic cup, that uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we all just do a little. Um, just takes a little effort, you know. That's yeah. all. That's all. But um, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I love that you're you're headed. So I got to ask you, who does the um, do, for marketing for here? Yep. Do you guys do that? We don't. So yeah. we're not involved in that. The Lions Group, yeah. um, you know, who they have a bunch of restaurants. One of the most, one of my favorite spots, Sansi here. They uh, they handle all the kind of the marketing and all and all that of this place. So yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's so like, listen, who thought I'd be somewhat involved in a restaurant? But it's fun to see uh, yeah what's going on and have a little spot. And I live nearby, so yeah, it makes, it, uh, makes it nice to yeah. I think like the. I think every business now has to be a kick-ass media company now, yeah, you know, yeah. which is like, I'm sitting here doing this podcast with you and, and, yeah. and it's like, I feel like to be successful at anything you do, 
you know, you need to be good at, yeah. you know, I don't even call it, I don't like calling it social media anymore because it's just marketing. It, yeah. It's, it's your brand. It's, uh, it's just so important. And people that are not good at it are not going to be good at their business for the most part, you know, in today's yeah. world. Well, I think we, we consumers <clears throat> are just can see authenticity and what lack yeah. of it better than ever. And like, you're super authentic to everything you do. And I think that comes through and like, I think anytime we can get like, you know, more personal kind of helps kind of connect people. So, um, yeah, I, I just, there's a lot of noise out there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Sure, man. So to somebody that is maybe 23, 22, 23 guy, girl, yep. that is in a situation right now, maybe they're not happy. Maybe they're getting the coffee. Maybe they're dressing up as the mascot, right? Um, that, you know, has big dreams, big ambitions, right? That wants to be successful and, and um, you know, kind of move up the ranks um, and get out of where they are. Yeah. What advice do you give that that young person? Yeah, I, the, um, well, I have two kind of answers. One, the, like, the tough, the, like, kind of the tough answer would just be, like, don't say no and just grind, you know? If you really want something, I'm always a believer you can get it, you know? And just, 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 like, everybody, here's this, everybody in the world could use some free help, so just, like, start there at least, and you know, just throw out the word, the word no, but I'd also, like, I think it's important, and I'm, I'm wrestling this with my, in my, own, my own life, it's, it's just, if you don't know where you're going, it's hard to kind of get there, you know, mm. with anything, so I think understanding and way easier said than done. I'm still working on it, as I just said. It's just, like, knowing what success means to you and, like, ultimately, like, what were you trying to do? So setting goals and all that, like, because ultimately, like, if you don't know where you're driving to, how are you going to get there? And mm-hmm. so I, I think that's something I I think the first, if let's say I'm kind of venturing in the second part of my career here, second step, it's, like, I was just head down the first part of my career. Like, there was just no... I just knew that, like, you know, head down that, like, I would end up somewhere, like, if I just don't work. And now it's like, all right, like, let's set some goals here. Like, where do I want to be now in the next part of my career? And so if you if you can, someone can tell me how you do that, I'd love to hear. But uh, just, you know, I think that's that's important, having a roadmap. So. Yeah. Um, and what's next, man? What's like, uh, I mean, again, Shadow Lion, yeah. uh, we should have mentioned... Uh, uh, your wife's business that you help out as well, yeah, April Soderstrom, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, we're both both rocking Rock the bracelets her, here. Brace, yeah. Well, listen, I um, you know, she's the uh, she's she works her butt off. It's it's fun. To, it's really fun to see this company that she's grown over the last six years, uh, with you know her jewelry company here, and you know done a little things like Giselle's worn it and. Um, but Bryce Harper, Edelman. So she's gotten, gotten out there and, um, but it's fun. I'm so, I actually feel so happy for my son who gets to see his mom just like as a kick, butt entrepreneur, uh, you know, out there working. And she's just a, like, I use this example or this word day one, but like she continues to be this superhero for our, um, for our family. It's, it's pretty awesome. But to answer your question, you know, what's next is I'm, I'm really excited about this the way we're telling what way we're telling stories and these authentic stories through shadow lion. Mm. And, um, you know, we've always used the barometer, like, does this get, what, a, what a feeling does this give you? Does it give you goosebumps? And I, I think of like, we can start telling more and more stories, even if it's a social media post, 
like whatever it is, but to like have a, like, like be able to answer the question, what feeling does this give you? What emotion does this give you really lets us start putting out like authentic con more authentic content, you know? Um, and so I'm excited, I'm excited about that and to, uh, kind of keep, keep growing that, keep growing that company. And then again, like, as we've talked about here, it's like, and I, I feel like it's the same with you. Like I'm, I'm extremely passionate about the health and wellness world, mm. food and beverage, um, the kind of, um, you know, I could walk the, the aisles of Whole Foods all, all day. So I, I think that world and trying to explore and exploring more investments there and advising, you know, more, more companies, I'm, I'm super excited about that. And, 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 you know, finding a way to connect these entrepreneurs in, in, in the kind of consumer good world with people in my network, some of these celebrity athletes to help pour a little fuel and, um, I'm excited about connecting those dots. I think there's a, um, there's some huge opportunities there. So, yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. What's something We've even talked about that. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, what's something, what's something you struggle with what to throw you a curveball? Something I struggle with. Um, oh man. Uh, one thing that crossed my mind more recently is like, I think sometimes you get stuck in your routines, you know? You kind of just get like, you get comfortable. And so I think it's struggle kind of getting out of, getting out of those, you know, what, what, what makes you comfortable, you know? And then whether that means as small as like walking the same path to work every day, yeah. you know, or like just trying to kind of like shake those up a little bit, getting, getting uncomfortable. It, this sounds silly, but like I've been trying to, for the last few years, I, I, for the last minute of my showers, I take a cold shower last minute just to like do something like just to switch it up a yeah. little bit. Was that Wim Hof inspired or? No, cause it's not cold enough. It's, <laughs> yes. uh, I don't know. It's just one of my, uh, one of my, one of my crazy things. But, um, yeah, I think, I think getting, you know, I definitely struggle. I struggle with that. And then I, you know, I struggle with, uh, like everybody does that the work life balance and the search for, the, the endless search for what success is and um, in what you're working towards. So mm. it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of struggles. We don't have uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I know this though. Um, you might look at people that think like they got it all going for them. Everybody has their struggles. And by the way, I, I think from what I've seen over the, over my small, my short time here is that like we all struggle with a lot of the same stuff. So whether those are just, whether those are actually struggles or we're just people, I don't know, but yeah. it's, uh, but it's all about like, um, just kind of enjoying it. Just trying to, just trying to put a straw joint and thank, thank God for my wife who reminds me of that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that message there is empowering in that, like who the people you look up to, the people you aspire to, you yeah. know, get their role or become like, they're just regular people yeah. that struggle with all the same shit you do. Yeah. And yeah. like, for me, that's empowering. It's like, I can do what that guy did, right? If somebody yeah. else did it, I can do it, yeah. right? And 100%. it's like, and I know that person doesn't have it figured out. I don't have it figured out for sure, yeah. right? And I know even the person that's 30 years ahead of me, yeah. they're still figuring it out as they go. And for me, that's like super empowering. Yeah, you know? I, 100%. It took me some time to get my head around that where you just like, everybody has that friend where you're like, you know, they have their stuff together, but they don't. No one, yeah. no one like, <laughs> exactly. we're all, we're all like in the kind of like one of those things where we're all trying to figure this whole thing out together, this whole thing out. And then I guess you just try to, you try to figure out as quick as possible. But, um, 
I like, I think that that thought's been crossing my mind more recently. It's like, man, if I had a second time on earth, like on earth, I, I think I'd crush it, but like you don't. So <laughs> it's, uh, because exactly. you know, I just, the older you get, the more you feel like that just, even just like outlasting. Cause you have, uh, it's, you know, a great example is like Tom in football. There's not many defenses now that probably confuse him because he's just outlasted. He's seen mm. it all. So like, I think just the longer you can kind of like stay and stay or stay around, like you just learn. My dad always said, right. You got, uh, you got two ears. The reason you have like, you have two ears and one mouth is just listen, like just observe. Mm. So. Yeah. And to bring that full circle, I feel like again, that long-term approach, like why I always encourage people to, you know, take their health seriously. It's like, right. you're either going to hit 60 with, you know, 40 years of experience and, and you're at like your, you know, best in terms of like career and yeah. like sort of understanding life. And if you're sick right, or you're, you know, you don't have the energy to put all that knowledge and uh, resources to work. It's yeah. like, I feel like you're missing out on so much, you know? You're hundred percent right. I think, I think I, I learned this um, years ago that someone said this to me and I never left me, which is like, there's really like not enough, like uh, when it comes to like wanting to spend my money, what I spend my money on, like whatever it costs for health, like, cause think about that moment you're sick, even if it's just a stuffy nose or something like that, like what you would pay to feel better. And so I think that like, whenever I think about it, it's like my wife and I just got a Peloton bike or like mm. something like that. It's like, you know what? Yeah. It's, this, some stuff can be expensive or some of these gym classes or, you know what? Eating organic and go shopping at Whole Foods over in, in another store. It's like, yeah, they're expensive, but you know what? In the long run, like into that price to feel good, like, pays just, you back. It just I pays, always say it pays you back. It, pay, it definitely pays you back. But listen, and I struggle with it. We all do. But balance, you know, you mm. definitely want, um, we have the thing now, anytime around Boston on a Sunday, my wife and I do pastries in the morning. And it's just like, you ought to have a pastry and enjoy it. But then you like eat healthy. So totally. Okay. Totally, man. Well, I don't want to keep you, uh, yeah. much longer, but, um, before the last one, I just want to give you a shout out, dude, yeah. because like your journey, your story is, uh, is awesome and like impressive and inspiring. And just the fact you're open about, you're still learning, you're still growing, you still yeah. are figuring it out, you know? And I just love people that are open and honest about that. Yeah, um, yeah man. So shout out to you. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, keep inspiring people. Appreciate and um, where can, so where can uh, people follow you, Shadowline, things like that? Um, yeah, well, definitely Shadowline. It's just shadowline.com. And then um, I, for me, you know, I'm on Instagram at just B Rowitz, B in my yep. last name, Rowitz. So, um, you know, I, I'm on there. But uh, yeah, sp support my wife, <laughs> April Soderstrom Jewelry. Yep. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, you know what? Like, just, just enjoy it. You got to just, you got to enjoy life. It's short, so. Yeah, that's my, uh, I guess they'll leave me with, but, uh, and congrats to you. Yeah. And thanks for having me. It's pretty cool. I've, I've got to know you a little bit more over the last few months and it's really impressive what you're, you know, the message you're sharing, but also what you're going after. So it's really cool. Well, thank you, man. Yeah. This was an absolute pleasure. All right, cool.